What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 370. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, tuition, renting, inspection stickers, America, Bronny James, Thrupples, stand ups, cooking, anniversaries, NBA, some other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Let's burn it to the ground. Let's go. Come on, Snoop. We'll burn this bitch to the ground. Uh, there's semen in the hot dogs. Or God damn it, I wish I remember what the fucking that line is from Harold and Kumar. One of my favorites in college. <laughs> uh, first thing I got to get to, patreon.com slash podcast. Go there, give a dollar more a month and get early access to these awesome episodes. If you give enough, you can be a co-producer. Um, that would be you would join the likes of my mother, uh, it's your boy h2.com graveyard entertainment forgotten one and our newest rico reds which i'm shouting him out this month and he won't get charged till next month and i'm putting a lot of faith in him so much so he's actually gonna be our next guest but he told me he has nothing to talk about so we'll see how the next episode goes um we also have a merch shop shop.spreadshirt.com slash uh podcast mo you can go there and get you uh some cool podcast merch including our smoke lahoma shirts and our snappy shirts which we have sold some and snappy's gonna get a little payout from these snappy shirts Hell so y'all, yeah y'all go support him he's up to 30 dollars at the time of this recording so fuck yeah we'll see what we can get for him um not that he's like in dire needs like health wise it's just the thing you know but we could make it act like you have some issue uh, and really drive up the we'll sales post pictures of my feet again yeah that's there's that's how to do it exactly um you know you should get on twitter again but just post those pictures like remember my feet so i can reshare them um all right i don't think i have uh anything too pressing you got anything crazy happening this week I was just going to mention to Rico real quick, man. I show up 90% of the time with nothing to talk about. I play off uh, what old Mo here uh, says. And most of the time it works. It's been working for like three years. I mean, sometimes I'll come with something to the table. but Yeah, but what I do on Wednesday episodes is that I normally just show up going to go off what they say. Okay, I got you. you. So I'll have some things like uh, I found this old song of mine that's on the internet that I don't ever remember recording. And it's like, got me thinking maybe the Mandela effects real. It's like, I don't know, man, this is weird. Cause I, I know every song I've ever made. I know them. And I found this one that I'm like, I didn't, it is me. It sounds just like something I would write. It's my voice. I get it. It's on my page, but I, I don't remember that beat. I, and it's so good that I'm like, this would have been like my prize song. I would have shared this everywhere. Cause it's still good. It's, it's eat, weird. Did you eat a Xanax that night? <laughs> I just don't know how I wouldn't have known it was uploaded on the page for that shit fucking takes your memory and stores it in a place that you'll never fucking find it again. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange one. Who who knows? Um, my first thing I have on my random list here is I think we were talking about student loans not so long ago. Uh, and the fact that college tuition is really expensive and a lot of people don't think of don't ever look into this shit but like back in the day college wasn't that expensive because not everyone just got a free fucking loan from the government right with no collateral or whatever and then that made colleges be like well we'll just charge more because these kids are going to get the 
loan. I mean, we will just keep raising tuition. So it's gotten to a point where it is really expensive now because of the government assistance. Right. Like that is what led to that, to that inflation in that market or whatever. And I saw someone bitching about rent in the town we live in. And the rent in our town is very high. Especially for like, it's for not the that quality good. of houses is is really bad. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's way fucking off. Um, I would live in any of the smaller towns around here over this town if I was renting, and um, it, it's kind of the same reason here. We have this Chickasaw program, which I think do a lot of great things for the town. Don't get me wrong, but so many people um are native and they can get these government assistance or where like the Chickasaws just pay the rent. They're so, called like well, they I've been seeing it a lot because I know what you're referring to the Chickasaw vouchers. Yeah, so like there are these so like if you are a landlord and you were charging eight hundred a month for this three bedroom house or whatever, if you just charge a thousand, wait for a Chickasaw native to come in with a voucher, the nation will pay you a thousand. Yeah. I mean, they don't give a fuck. It's just, it's all, I mean, I have so much money. So like, it would be dumb for landlords not to do that. But what it has done is it has basically made, if you aren't native, it is like extremely expensive to uh, get just a well, normal place. Let me try, I mean, I'm just a normal old, normal old dude. Yeah, I went to college. I got a degree I don't use. But you ask any job I've ever been to, I fucking work my ass off. And I'm usually, you know, at the top of whichever place. So, like, some of the good places, hard to get your foot in the door. Right. So, I work every day. I have to pay for my phone. I have to pay for my house. I have to pay for my health insurance. And, yeah, I'm a little salty when I see these people get free health insurance. Now they get their housing paid for, and they walking around on, because, on a, got free food stamps, and because I get food stamps, now they got a free phone. These are all bills that I have to do every month and struggle and bust my ass for. So it's just it's not even fair in the in in the lightest. I ain't saying it was fair years ago, but right. I had nothing to do with that. Right. Neither well, did my mama. I think there's multiple, you know, angles, of course, to this. Um, one of them is the fact that I don't blame them, anyone using the benefits. I mean, use them, of course. I mean, you're a fucking idiot if you don't right. take advantage and you can get them. Um and when you look at see it broken down to like how much money of your taxes this year goes to food stamps versus goes to bailing out oil companies in this state way more goes to bailing out these big oil companies. So like as mad as we are about the freeloaders, we should be like 1200 times as angry at the oil companies getting subsidies oh. to keep their shit here, you know? So that's something I try to keep in check. Cause I agree. There are times you see it and you're like, these people's grocery carts are full of the best shit. And I ain't got, you know, I don't have that, you know, so um, I spent three hundred dollars the other week on groceries for one week worth of groceries. And I was like, holy yeah. fuck. Um, so it is a you have to fill some type of way, you know. But again, I think this is the man. And you got to well, say, like I said, I ain't even mad at them. I'm kind of like you. It's, right. it's the it's the system. Right. And what it is, is the American government does not take care of its citizens anywhere close to the Chickasaw Nation. No. And now maybe it can't because it's so large and there's so many people and all this stuff. But yeah, if you're uh, a member of this, they really take care of you. I mean, they just really load it down. But it just makes it you. It seems like you're a different type of citizen, you know, kind of in the town. But in general, it doesn't affect well, me. Well, but there are moments where the, it, these are the same people I see buying so much entertainment shit. Every single day, driving up in nice fucking cars and right. Well, hell, if that's the only two bills you got, well, it's kind of like powwow. He got um this uh, native first time home buyer loan, which it's like a zero, no interest thing, and then uh, but you only get it once. And then he sold his house here and moved up there. And they said, ah, we'll let you do it again. <laughs> and it, so I'm wow. Like, 
awesome. You know, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm glad, you know, my best friend got such a good deal, but it's like, they're not doing that for other people. I, you know, it, it's a very special deal. Nah, they want to charge me like 21% or something, you know, something ridiculous. So, uh, it is weird. But again, that just stokes the fires, I think, of people getting angry. So I, don't, I try not to get angry, but there are times like, Someone's like, y'all haven't had a kid. I'm like, oh, kids are expensive. Like, well, you or your wife, either one of you are native. Like, that's the first in, in this state. And I get that's different because other states don't have this probably yep. issue. And you're like, no, yep. <laughs> we're not. But if you were, you would just get fr- you could have deliver your baby for free. No cost. Nothing. If you're a native and then everyone else pay 10. I didn't realize people are color were, you know, straight native until I went to pr- until I went and worked at prison yeah. and met the IBH. 90% of them are as white as we are. And I mean, yeah. and, 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 back in the day, I don't think I have them up anymore. Me and Powell had a, a podcast together. And uh, one of the things we talked about are $5 Indians and something that happened during the land run. So most people probably don't know is Oklahoma was founded as a state with this land run thing where these people pick plots of land that we, it was the last piece of land we took from the natives. Um, but they also like the names also got a plot of land or they got some, you know, benefits, you know, they got put on the rolls and stuff. So some people would pay $5 to lie and say they were native. And then some of those people, now their descendants believe they were native and you couldn't tell them any different, but you're like, listen, there ain't no way I'm not, if you're not, you know, maybe I don't know what I am. I've never had a test or whatever, but yeah, it's, it's so funny. I love my favorite show is going with powwow to powwows, which I know is confusing. And, uh, him just getting mad at all the white people dancing. <laughs> He'd be like, they're not real natives. Um, so wow. it's uh, always a good time. And now both his boys look white as fuck. And I think it's so funny. I'm like, it's so, so much karma. Um, something else random. I just learned today or thought of today because me, Brad and CJ are still in this little group chat on Twitter where we just randomly tweet random shit. And CJ got broke down in Arkansas. He's actually closer to us right now than he has his, his house. And, um, he he drives a semi truck, and so he was broke down, and he was just waiting for someone to come pick him up or whatever. But it's gonna be like twelve hours till he got there or some shit. And so uh, we were chatting about that, and then I said something about how oh I need to get my oil change. I'm like fucking double the amount of I can't. I mean, I just noticed this because you mentioned your truck, and I happen to look, so I need to go get the oil change. And then the Brad mentioned about an inspection. Like oh yeah, they didn't. They don't catch it at the yearly inspection. And I was like, oh, yeah. So back in the day, I was a child. And when I was a child in the state of Oklahoma, we had inspection stickers. Like, I guess most of the United States still does. I still had to get a few of those. Okay. So you you still <laughs> yes. got it? Okay. And I was curious uh, what year. Because I don't really remember. I just remember as a kid, people would always have that. They have a month and a year on the well, little. Like, I got my license in 96. Okay. It was still a thing. I think by 98, 99. So by, by 2000, Oklahoma said fuck it. I believe so, yes. And so every once in a while, you'll find an old car that still has a sticker on it or something. But in general, we just don't have it. And when I told that to Brad and CJ, they're like, what the fuck? What are y'all like? And I said, we have this little thing called freedom. All right. We ain't <laughs> got to pay no fucking money for someone to come look at our car or whatever. That You just got to have insurance. Make sure your windows wasn't cracked, your tires. Uh all kinds of shit now that I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have passed an inspection See, a no, million yeah. years. My car was too fucked. Hell, even your horn had to work. Oh, yeah. I mean, it all makes sense. But what ha- what we do, it's more libertarian approach, I guess. It's like you just have to get your license and registration every year. And then you go and they're like, show us a proof of insurance. And they're like, all right, you're good. And that's yeah. it. That's all you got to do. No These problem. insurance people don't even come out and look at the car nope. no more. Nope. Back in the day, they would come out and inspect that motherfucking car oh. that they was about to insure. No, I, for real. They would come out and look around and make sure that it, it wasn't uh, something that you told them 
Right. I guess people were saying they had these badass fucking cars and having these jalopies or something. Fuck, I don't know. Or vice versa. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the money, yeah, they didn't pay as much. Um, yeah, the last two years I've had to go, because it used to be a big thing. It would be a long wait. And somehow the two COVID years, I fucking walked in there, waited less than 30 seconds before some old lady in the back goes, are you here for a registration? I go, yeah. She goes, well, come see me while the place is packed. And I just walk right back there, and this one old lady in the back gets me in and Most out. Most of the people are waiting on IDs. Yeah, and so if you get in at the right time, you're it's pretty. Man, actually, the Ada Tag office is actually really fucking good. I've never spent a a huge amount of time yeah, even in when there. I've got an ID, but the one in Ardmore that I grew up in, it was one hour minimum, no matter what. They had these two twin old ladies. They they called them Can't and Ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to do it. I ain't gonna do it. And you'd be there an hour minimum, no matter what it was. Right. Uh, I, I we had one lady because you don't work it was a very small town. So I had one lady at the place, and I remember I got my um, god damn it, learner's permit there. Of course, you know, fifteen and a half, and then I had to go get my license. I got my license, and then when I had to get my first renewal, so when I was in college and came back, I went there to get it, and the machine said I was a different person committing ID fraud. So they have like some system that sees if your face. So I changed so much from sixteen to. 20 or whatever that is um, that she had to call somebody and go I've known this kid since he was four years old <laughs> and it's him I'm like I don't know what to tell you and then they like bypassed it and wow. I so I guess I just lost a little weight or something maybe or lost some of my cheeks but uh oh that's the other thing I think on IDs if they're really gonna bitch about IDs they should fucking weigh you and measure how high you are on the motherfuckers. I'm sorry. You shouldn't yeah, they, get to, you shouldn't get to fill that out yourself. Right. Mine said I was five six until I was like twenty four. And then finally was like They'll leave no for, one's ever updated this. They they won't. <laughs> if you don't tell them. And I'm like five ten, five but eleven like, if I'm standing If it's straight, like a really important maybe. identification, well, it should match your description. Right. Yeah, you would think. No one really cares. I'm just um, saying, you know. I know for a mini in college, I went stoned almost every time for my ID because I wanted my stoned eyes in the picture. I felt like to me, there was some sort of tactic to this. I was like, I'll be stoned in the picture. So when they see me, they're like, that's just what he looks like. <laughs> and it worked. I mean, no one ever cared. They don't care. They're just like, all right, one, two, three, go. Um, so there you go. That's a life hack for you. Um, also, if y'all are in a state without inspection stickers, let us know who else has freedom. You know, next we got to get rid of fishing licenses. We gotta get rid of these governors we got coming in. They're almost as bad. They're just as bad as the yeah, fucking yeah, president has been coming. I've been I I've kind of been running out of podcasts to listen to. Um, I just there's certain ones I just kind of quit listening to. They weren't interesting me anymore, and uh, that's left me a lot of free time to listen to shit. So I found the local NPR station, and I like some NPR. And uh, I was hearing a little bit about how our state and governor paid like 15, a $15 million bill, or maybe it was 1.5 million. I understand that's way different uh, to a barbecue place. The little swaddlies. Yeah. And it's like this whole fucking thing at the moment to make them a resort. Yeah. It was backdoor deals. Yeah. Yeah. That's been coming a lot. So, I mean, so, I mean, to me, that's the issue is I want to be a small government person, right? Like that's always, I'm on, I'm kind of libertarian about this shit, but what happens is all these small government politicians, when they actually get in office, they all end up being corrupt. Yeah, they don't. They know I can practice what they preach. They're like the fucking Ron Paul and Rand Paul. And I understand some people don't like like them, but they at least get in government. And then they said the shit that they believed. Right. Like Rand Paul's like, I don't think we should give 40 billion dollars to Ukraine. That should be spent in America. And I'm like, thank you, Rand Paul. The only motherfucker in the whole Congress to say something like that. Everyone else is like everyone's afraid to say 
Yeah, because it's also people don't get is there's like all these kickbacks. There's probably these huge mercenary groups that we all have fucking investments in, and they're gonna get some kickbacks on some shit that goes to Ukraine. Like they're all getting money off this deal. Every like, hey, you there. vote on Bill HB two seven nine, and I'll support you on the next three bills. One oh nine six four oh six eight. You know what I mean? Right. They're like, you cover this one, I'll cover this one, and they all got kickbacks. And it's so somehow. obvious to me because I used to think the Supreme Court was kind of like above it, right? They're not getting the Republican. They were supposed Democrat to be the catch-all. Yeah, they were like above it, like the the all seeing wise people. But they release this statement of like, hey, we might get rid of abortion. Like right when all like is a clear distraction to the, we're going to send forty billion dollars to Ukraine, right? Like I mean, the timing was because they know Americans going to get worked up at each other because everybody's on yeah. totally opposite spectrums. It, uh, it's so fucking obviously shitty. But again, I'm I'm at the point where I think it's over. America's over. Like, I don't see a way we come back. Uh, now, again, I understand we just have inflation and that happens before. And maybe there's a chance it all evens out. I'm just saying, like, America being number one powerhouse. And maybe we never were. Maybe we just all thought that in our dumbass age of no Internet growing up. But uh, I don't I don't think we hold freedom. About, we we hold corporate interest and our country's money wealth as like a bigger thing because we're so scared of China. Because guess what? China's going to pass us. They have, I think it's 30 cities bigger than like our number two biggest city. Like yeah. I think we have, we have New York and LA and then Chicago, I think is the third biggest, maybe Houston is now, but either way they have like 40 cities that size. And we don't, it's just so hard for us to comprehend. And they put out more engineers every year than America has graduated in the history of America. So it's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Um, to get our population accurate, I'm going to need the government to go down to Turner Falls, Oklahoma, down in Davis on July 4th and uh, count all them people. Right. You can't even drive through there. Like, well, it's just because all the rednecks come out in the one mm -hmm. spot, you know, but well, all inbred, I see. <laughs> Have you heard about these inbred towns around here? I've, I've only heard a few stories of people that work in hospitals, but apparently there are some towns within 30 minutes of this place that are all like little inbred communities. Never and then like they'll come in at two in the morning at an ER, you know, with something real bad. And then like all the people look alike and talk like backwoods people and shit. And they just don't have any, they don't have any connection to society. And ever since I've heard these stories in college, I'm like, God damn it, I want to know more about Well, this. for religious people, is everybody not inbred a little bit if it just started with Adam and Eve? Yeah, but I would say it's after however many generations. It's definitely now. Whenever he destroyed the earth and came back with Moses' family. <clears throat> now, there you go. See, Adam and Eve, they were... It's actually, I think, the story of Jews. I could be wrong, but I think originally, they're like not before it became like a Christian thing, it was the first Jews were Adam and Eve. And then when they got kicked out of the Garden of Eden, they met mongoloids or whatever the fuck it says right and there were other people i mean it says it even in the bible no one talks about those people who they are but yeah so them two have two boys and that's all and one boy Cain kills and, Abel. and one boy uh -huh. kills the other yeah so <laughs> i mean well christianity meets evolution right so it i mean they, they met the cave people man or something now i am cool with these are all stories and these are all things to teach you lessons and all that but yeah well there are people especially in the state we live in that 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 happened i mean that's true that happened. i've seen yeah. one the other day is like you talk to a scientist and they're always reading all these books and stuff and there's like man he goes i can't get enough learning I, you know I, I just keep on learning you guys got something to learn every day and goes you got these religious people who read one book and think they know it all right yeah 
for sure. Well, and also there's other, there is a third type. There are these people that get so into studying religion that they'll be like, oh, so the story of Noah's Ark is actually the story of Gilgamesh. And then that's like this whole other thing, right? So then they'll look into that. And then in their mind, they can still be religious and be like, the same God was just given different stories throughout time. Like, you know, some people can be in this weird middle of like intelligent, but also believe. I think it's all very fascinating. It's just, it's so hard to get to these, like, like I said, the story of Gilgamesh. Like you, how like I, I do know that now, but I never knew that as a kid, right? you know? And if you would have brought it up as a kid, you're like, what are you trying to say? You don't <laughs> believe Noah's Ark? <laughs> like, this is like fucking like offensive thing. So, uh, uh, I don't know. It's a weird world <laughs> that we're in though. Um, Another thing about people being mad, I saw this today, so I didn't have a whole lot to talk about, so I thought I'd add this. LeBron James' kid posts a picture of him and his prom date because he's a high school student going to prom. Um, I want to also remind everyone here, his dad is extremely wealthy. He goes to a private school called Sierra Canyon that's like one of the most expensive private schools ever. And so this girl, you would assume, is also very rich, her parents, right? I just want to throw that out there because everyone online is like, She's only in it for the money. She's with him for the bag. It's like her dad could be richer than LeBron James. First off, you don't fucking know who her dad. Like it's yeah. so crazy. And then it got racial. And then it turned this whole thing. Oh, he can't be with a black girl. He's got to be with a white girl. Look at him turning his back on the culture. And I just can't understand how like you can't see how that's kind of racist. And I understand people think some people think racism. And I'm not saying it's not. It's just a systematic thing. So just like hating on someone because their skin color isn't racist. But I think they would disagree if you'd done it on a black person's skin or, you know, whoever. So I just think when you're judging someone off their skin color and if they should date someone, that's not the way you should do it, regardless of one way or the other, you know. Right. And so just all day, people had a lot to say about this shit. And I just was like. This is another example to me of this is a class thing. This is an extremely wealthy family dating another extremely wealthy family. They're and then it's all these poor private school. And all these poor people are like, how dare you? Kind of my race war shit yeah. last week, right? It's like all these people on Twitter getting all up in arms about the race of these people when he's driving like a fucking two-seater fucking Mercedes. I don't remember what it was. Something, it was a very nice car that he was driving, of course, because his dad's fucking LeBron James. And like, I don't know. It was just crazy. I mean, I hate on LeBron a little bit, but that's just his attitude. On, that's man. his attitude on the court. I right. ain't fucking with the man's family. I ain't yeah. doing it. This dude's a celebrity. Celebrities, sorry, man, you're going to get mocked. I mean, that's part of it, man. Well, I think Wait, you can mock him for his basketball shit, but for yes. instance, when LeBron... He posts like uh, these Instagram videos of like Taco Tuesdays and he's really corny, right? Like a real corny guy. Yeah. But you're like, well, that's him and his family. I mean, you know, I would never judge him right. for that. Uh, I, you know, I say he's corny, but like that's just how he is with them, you know, or that's the what he puts out there because he's fucking a celebrity. Like sure. I think Shaq was the worst free throw shooter to ever play the game. But my God, that's a motherfucking entertaining motherfucker. Yeah. And Tim Duncan was probably the lengthier better player you know to have on a team team player and all that but Shaq in his prime he's entertaining he's fun to be around he did dominate in his right. you know little years but i mean the he wasn't the best player on the court the I mean, knock but, on Shaq in hindsight is that if he would have tried harder he probably could have been like 15 percent better he was funny he was fun to be around but yeah and, and then, they, but in his argument he would say because i didn't try that extra 15 percent, i pursued entertainment and now look at the career i built you know, yes. so like there could be some sort of argument that maybe it wasn't all about basketball. I just, sometimes I want to be around people that's, you know, got a little more positivity. Either. Well, I mean, the perfect example to me is uh, the Kobe Tim Duncan thing. Now, 
I loved Kobe. It's hard for me to explain. Like Kobe Bryant's Courtside, which was a Nintendo 64 video game, was like my favorite game on the Nintendo 64 for a long time. And that made me like Kobe because he was young and all that. And I hated Shaq because Kobe hated Shaq, you know, during that whole feud. I mean, it was just like a fucking rat beef. And uh, I was a big fan. But with hindsight, Kobe was not very efficient. He definitely forced shit. He wasn't. He probably could have done more to help his team win in other years, you know, that they yeah. didn't win and shit like that. Um, and Tim Duncan was like the always a professional rat forever but something about his personality being so bland he's always left off the top whatever list you know like or he can well, be people don't acknowledge it but yeah i mean he had he was just up there with kobe he was just as good if not better he was know? very he was very very good but like okay let's say i get in a fight Shaq or kobe's gonna come have my back tim duncan's gonna be crawled up in the fucking corner being quiet I just, being I a quiet know. good boy that's my belief he's gonna hide in the corner be one of them guys don't say nothing keep his head i down. mean nothing against kobe i don't see kobe jumping in the fight uh unless he really liked you well and i mean if he was buddies that's what i'm Shaq, maybe just because he's the proof how big he is i think tim duncan because he's quiet is probably secretly a dark alley team guy but um who knows who knows so anyway I think people should quit hating on fucking Bronny for dating a white girl. Same with like anything else. Kendrick Lamar's new album came out. I think I mentioned last week and he has a verse about the first time he fucked a white bitch. And then there's like a whole verse about it and how he felt like he was betraying the culture. And I'm going to say this. And maybe this is again, my white privilege in some way, a different version of than what most people say of if I've had sex with anyone of a different race, I've never thought about it. I've never once been like, and this is a, this race person. You know, like I did when I've never thought about that. Right. Now again, someone's be like, that's cause your people weren't oppressed by this other people. And now you're going to have sex with these, you know, or whatever. Like I get the argument, but it's just like, that must be exhausting. You know, I guess to like, think about it all. But even when you're having sex, you're thinking about we'll it. We'll never like, know. And even if we did know, they tell us we couldn't possibly know. Right. And I, one of my best friends in high school, uh, he had sex with lots of white girls uh, and he did it. He wanted to if he found out their dad was racist. If like he found out their dad called him the N word, he's like, and hey, I'm gonna have sex with her daughter. And he would. I mean, he'd figure it out. Not like through rape. He would like right. charm them and, and whatever. And uh, I understood that. I understood this thing. And then he would tell me in his moment of smoking weed, would be like, listen, as soon as we're done, I don't give a fuck about those women, you know, or those girls. He's like, it's not about that. It's about fuck their dads. And I'm like, that's crazy. Cause I just don't, I, I've heard that same story from, a, from another guy. You know, yeah, per, per, you know what I mean? To me, it's always about pussy. <laughs> it's like every time, right? Like that's all it is. Right, for I'm trying to get mine. Huh? Right. I didn't think about their dad. <laughs> what the fuck? But it's just different. And, uh, you know, of course, if anyone thinks I'm mischaracterizing y'all, let me know. Um, other stereotypes to get into something I get annoyed with. And, uh, Koopy kind of mentioned with one of, one of her friends mentioned something of, uh, someone had like a, a penis straw. Right. And then this other person was like, you're using that. And they're like, yeah, it's funny. And they were like, well, I don't even like the real ones in my mouth. And then I was like, Oh, I feel so bad for their spouse, you know? And then this whole idea, and this happened, not just this one person, but this is on through like sitcoms and like people know these people were like this whole idea that spouses act like having sex or doing something with their spouse is like, Ugh. and you're like, I would, I would hate that, you know, but like you said, like, Oh, like the King of Queens, right? Sometimes there'd be moments where it's like, she would like, Oh, you gross fat ass. And you're like, you're married to him. Like, what do you mean? Like, I just, I don't like this whole idea that people are like, Oh, gotta put up uh, with the old ball and chain. That oh, just, I'm always smacking my wife's ass and trying to get her in the bedroom every chance I get. Right. And I just, <laughs> I think when, and again, this is personality differences or whatever, but I think when uh, certain people are like, they give each other a hard time about it. And maybe I'm just too sensitive. So I'm just like, 
I couldn't handle that shit. You couldn't be. Uh, uh, if it's been too long, I'll say something about damn baby. Let me put it on your shoulder so it'll be on your mind later. <laughs> yeah, I did steal that from a rap line. Don't know which one, but it was back in the day. Oh yeah, well look, I mean, always Brad will be on it. I'm sure he knows all the old rap lines. Um, yeah, I, don't know, I just noticed people saying that, and then like I said, just you've seen it on all kinds of shows. Like it's a very stereotypical trope where it's like the wife's like, "Ugh, my husband wants sex again," and you're like. I don't know. It may be I'm wrong. But maybe. at the same time, you get and you love this person and a sex works like maybe you like uh, other kinds of like maybe for maybe you like you like receiving head, but she don't like giving. Mm, right. You know, that could be an issue. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you should work all out before marriage, but I guess then, we're not talking to the religious crowd. Then I talk to like I've talked to adult, you know, people I've worked with before and they're like, oh, I don't like eating pussy. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it could be a smelly situation or something. I mean, but I would even say in the smelly situation, I've been there. But right, yeah, man. You gotta do it. Go grab a douche. We talked about that last week. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. It's on the mind, I guess. There's a douche, a shower, fuck. Right. Uh, people do have weird, weird hangups about it, I guess. But or maybe I don't. Maybe just my generation got more open. I don't know, all. man. Maybe it's like, maybe it's like beer the first time, and you're like, man, I don't know. But then all of a sudden, you fall in love with it. Right. I just remember um, one of the early, like probably the first time that I fingered a girl and her reaction was so like, holy fuck that I felt like all this power. <laughs> and so I think it's all based on that. I mean, I don't, it's dividing it psychological about it. I really do think it's more that. I love anything. making her toes curl. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is a big part of that. Um, Eyes roll back in her head. Look like they pass out for a split second. I mean, the UFC would call the match. Yeah. Just saying. Interview with Rogan, if you will. Um, so anyway, let's work on that, goddamn it, people. Also, in the future, I kind of see thruples making a thing. So me and Koopy have been making lots of jokes about thruples lately. So that's been on my mind uh, of like the economy gets so bad that like you have to have three people or else how else are you going to afford to live, right? And then this whole idea of so in my head, since we've joked about it, I'm like, well, is this couple the top that's going to have an extra guy or an extra girl? You know, what type of thruple would they be? And so I like to joke about these things. Well, he was uh, me and uh, the guy I work with at uh, Flower Child. We were just talking about this kind of setup fucking last week. We're like, that's probably going to be a thing where it's going to be a guy and two girls or a girl and two dudes. And like, basically, one's going to stay at the home taking care of the kids or whatnot. And then you're going to have two fucking incomes. But y'all think, said the Mormons but, were wrong. But listen, think about it. You're not married to that one person, so they can draw them fucking benefits and they can claim the kids and get all the taxes back too. And yeah. so there are so many. There's actually so many fucking benefits of doing this. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the whole the government doesn't uh, let. They're against polygamy, so they would have. Uh, I think they, you have to hide it in some way. Well, you would. Uh, so like because i remember sister wives i watched the first season of sister wives and there was some sort of idea that someone could show up at any time and catch them but i don't know if that was just for the show or if that was like a real thing you know um, well i mean technically i have another adult living in my garage but it's no fucking thruple right yeah i mean he pays rent he stays he stays in the fucking garage right yeah and i i mean i just i'm trying to be the one that stays home in this scenario cause, yeah because i cook you know, I'm like, I cook, I stay home. Um, so I've told Coopy, uh, get you another teacher, you know, move a teacher in. And then we got two teachers. Y'all just go do whatever. And I'll stay home and cook. I think it's a good plan. Man, so. I'll stay at home and smoke and I'll keep this house clean and cook. I mean, uh, throw me a blowjob every day, every few days or so. Yeah. Uh, that reminded me of a pretty good. Com- I watched two good comedy specials lately. Uh, 
both from people who's pod I've heard on podcasts a lot. One is Christina P, who's Tom Segura's wife. Um, in case people like Tom Segura, and hers is called Mom Jeans. And I thought it was very funny. I liked it a whole lot. But she talks about she's like, I gotta milk him every three days or else he gets grumpy. And so like you saying that kind of reminded me of that. Dude, release like, stuff, man. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, when she said that it was perfect, she's like, you need a woman to be saying this. You're either need to get the message out there. God damn it. What was someone saying the other day? He was like, I don't know why women act like they hold all the fucking power. He goes ever so often they fucking produce one fucking egg. And every time we fucking release, we shoot like 180 fucking million <laughs> well, fucking the, sperms out. I don't know that's with power. Yeah, well, you know, but yeah, but they think they control the masters. Like, man, we shoot a million out of y'all at any given time. Right. You know, I mean. That is how the sperm work. Um, also, the other one is uh, Chris fucking Chrissy D is what he calls Bob. But I don't remember his last name. Some crazy Italian ass shit, but it's called Speshy Weshy. It's only 36 minutes. It's all it's it's OK. Pretty Sounds good. a little flamey wamey. Yeah, he's he kind of rides. Out, he's a straight man, but he definitely rides out a lot. And he's like, I wish I was gay. Just not, you know, and so I, I say none of those titles or the word just it, it all. It all sounded gay to me. I mean, just, he actually has this quote. He said on a. Uh, podcast that i relate to in a way where he goes i fall in love with men who women fall in love with and in, in the sense i think he mean like all my best friends like my closest friends got laid a lot right but i probably didn't you know like, it's like power i don't have like this history but like people that like power like all the popular people always really like me if that makes sense right it's so like all my friends are always really popular and i just have no interest but they're like oh you're cool and i'm like all right like everyone loves powwow and for some reason he liked me the best and everyone wanted to be Powell's best friend. And I was like, fuck all these people, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, like, Jay and Silent Bob were the weird ones, but everybody loved them. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Um, so, anyway, Christina P is pretty good. I got to watch some more stand up because just watching, I was like, fuck, I love stand up. It's the best. You know, I don't watch enough of it these days. Someone told me, uh, man, we were just bullshit first customer in the day. And we call it, I call him fucking Dill Pickle. We had this fucking GMO on the top shelf, and, you know, garlic, mushroom, and onions is what it stands for. And it was beautiful. Smoked good. It's just, it, I think I think it threw one of them 18. Does it really stand for that? Yeah. It's weird. 100%. Okay. Um, it seems like it'd be for a genetically modified organism. That's like <laughs> what it's originally from. No, it's a garlic, mushroom, and onions. That's a strain, at least in Oklahoma. And so it was, it wasn't moving, man. And it, it was decent, but it, I think it threw one of them like 18% numbers on there. So everybody's kind of avoiding it. But right. the, person person at the time they they overpaid for that one you know it was the same price as the other so it had to be on that shelf and um and finally after it said so long i started moving he's like man let me try some of that and then like so me the other but the other manager but tender and him we all bought us a gram and we all went home individually smoked it and come back on I was like man that fucking tastes like dill fucking pickles and we started calling him fucking dill pickle so, and then he's just a goofy little bastard, man. Rugrats all grown up. I eat, bro, that's funny because he looks like just like one of the Rugrats. <laughs> we'll be tight. And now we got a strain today, and I didn't even think about it until it came in. It's called Kosher. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, come on up, Dill Pickle. I got something kosher for you. Uh, I had, I needed pickles last night. This leads perfectly to my, what well, the next time I was going to talk about. And I learned they were three years out of date. And I try to bite into one because I'm like, well, it's pickled, so they don't really go bad. But it was soft as fuck, not crispy at all. So, um, got to buy new pickles. Three years out of date. Oh. Yeah. 
2019. If you had never opened it, it'd probably been all right. Yeah, it'd been open. Well, I so I made two meals this week that I thought were very good, and um, I will share them now. <clears throat> One I made last night was barbecue sandwiches. Not a big deal. Everyone makes barbecue sandwiches, but for me, I've not. I rarely make good barbecue sandwiches. Like even growing up, people make it. I'm like, it's okay. You know, it's whatever. It always seemed more like barbecue sauce holding together a little bit of meat or whatever. And then, you know, people do like a, a pork butt and they'll make that into it normally. And I just don't ever like it. I've tried in the crock pot before. Like people, you know, try these recipes and uh, most people say you got to smoke it or whatever. That's why it's really good and shit. Um, but in general, for me making, it, I don't like it, but I love it if I go to like a barbecue place. Right. And it's Kubi's favorite thing at a barbecue place. It's a pulled pork sandwich. And so I found a very cheap way to make something that's almost like a pulled pork sandwich and it's delicious. And I've eaten four of them in the last 24 hours and I still want more, but I'm out. So that's how good they are. Um, what you do is you get the country style ribs. So for people that don't know that they're like these little fucking rectangular shaped thing. It's like the meat between the ribs. I think is what the cut is. And uh, they have kind of bone in and bone out. I would get the kind of without bones, um, but you can do whatever the fuck you want. And anyway, I cook these in a crock pot all day on low with some soy sauce and Worcestershire sauce because that's my little secret mixture of two sauces that are basically the same shit. But was, soy sauce is way better. So you get a little more soy sauce and Worcestershire. And then, uh, you know, don't even cover it halfway up. You know, just with a little bit of that. Put some barbecue sauce, you know, salt and pepper, all that shit. And I cook it all day. And then uh, throughout the day, I add a little more barbecue sauce every time I open up the lid. And then uh, at the end of the day, I take those out, put them in a bowl, shred them. And then for country style ribs, they have a perfect mixture of meat to fat. Because when you eat them just normal and you don't shred them, it's like a real dry fucking piece and then a real fatty piece and a dry piece. And so you're like, it's not really a good meal. Um, But when you shred it together, all those mix and then you mix your barbecue sauce in then. And it really comes out like restaurant style pulled pork sandwich, like. I don't know why, I guess, because it's freshly shredded and shit, as opposed to being like sitting in a fucking yeah. crock pot shredded. But the only all day. thing, like when people start out with pulled pork sandwiches, it's kind of like you. It's a whole bunch of fucking meat, well, very fucking little barbecue sauce. I kind of like my meat caked in the barbecue. So if I'm eating barbecue, right? Well, what I, I kind of want, you know, for me, and I, I just say, yeah, you can mix, put more in it. You know, when I say I mix it all in the bowl and I add barbecue and I stir it until yeah. about what I think looks right, and then when I put that on there, then I add more barbecue sauce on top. And so it's like drizzled and also and it's like a Carl Jr. burger. Yes. And it's so good. Um, and then I, you know, fried up some potatoes. Uh, delicious. And then I didn't I have fried up some potatoes old school the other night, too. It's the cheapest, best thing that exists. It I know is, and they were all like, these are so good. And it's like, yeah, and they cost a dollar thirty-two or something. I don't know. It's just like peeling the potatoes is the hardest part. Right. Or the most annoying part. It's not fucking hard. Yeah. It used to, I'm sure it was hard before they had these easy potato pillars. You know, I now should, you just go. I don't use a knife or anything. But. I use a knife. Oh shit! I just have a little potato pillar. My wife refuses to get a fucking potato pillar. It's so easy. I tried to ask. Well, I'll get you one and sneak it to you. I guess uh, so she'll sit in her fucking cabinet, and throw it out. <laughs> That's crazy. It's so much better than you. Sh- Why bro, would you ever use a knife? I do shit her way, man. I had an opinion my first marriage, but the. Does what, she know how they work? It's like this little weird blade with a circle, oblong circle in the middle, and it cuts just the skin and nothing else. Like I've seen so like and we got the shittiest fucking cheese grater. She's got like one of these little flimsy things, and you see these people with these fucking triangle things, just fucking slicing everything. I want one so fucking bad. I've never owned a cheese grater. I've never had a need for a cheese grater. I just bought a shredded already. 
Well, we do it. This was never done, and I'll get the blocks. But yeah, uh, I mean, if we get I needed blocks, it for something. I, I was straight a fucking potato because I wanted to make some homemade hash browns. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And it was fucking it's a shitty shredder. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was meal one. Very good. A couple days ago, I think Sunday actually, I made chicken tacos because I and I've never made chicken tacos before. So this one was actually a first time for this, and I noticed chicken thighs are really cheap. Boneless chicken thighs. But chicken breasts, real fucking expensive. And I was like, God damn it. If we just ate that a meal using chicken thighs, it's half the price. And so I just was like, what can I make? And then I was like, chicken fucking tacos. So I grilled the chicken thighs and then brought them in, chopped them up, and then uh, threw them in the gr- you know on the stove and did the rest of it with the chicken uh, taco seasoning. And it was so good that, I mean, we ate all of it and all the tortillas and all the I mean, guacamole. And when I got the avocado, some old lady came up to me and was like, can you believe avocados are this much? I'm going to be real honest. I don't know how much avocados were before. I just know when I want guacamole, I got to buy avocados. That's just the way it works. So I'm not going to go in there and bitch at a fucking random other customer about it. What am I going to do? Let's talk about that avocado thing. Because, you know, I don't eat avocados. I mean, I don't like them. I don't like them about all, just avocados. All, I like my, them guacamole. all my family does. They don't fucking mix up shit and fucking they love avocados. So I go in there and I fucking look at these avocados. You know, most middle-aged women do the grocery shopping. Right. I mean, it just is what it is. Boy, and I'm like, I don't fucking know what I'm looking at. And by within fucking seconds, I had four women over there telling me how to pick out avocados. Um, uh, I'm just, say, I'm just saying, I, I didn't need all that attention, but I'm just like, Jesus Christ, an avocado be right. go play dumb at an avocado stand, you get all kinds of attention. Yeah, all the ones at Walmart were not ready. They were all very hard. You want some that are a little soft if you're making guacamole, but not too soft because that means they're bad. So you right. want them like when they're just aren't turned soft. Um. But for anyone that doesn't know, I, I don't even love guacamole at restaurants. I mean, you go, I mean, it's always bland as fuck to me. But if you just get a seasoning packet and then fucking any grocery store, guacamole seasoning packet and three avocados and you just get a potato masher, you get that avocado and you just fucking smash it up, add the seasoning packet, put it in the fridge for a few hours. It is like a million times better than any restaurant guacamole. Man. It's just so flavorful. I tried guacamole a few times and every time what my brain tells me is it tastes like mushed up lettuce like wet it does have no it has a hint of that i mean you're not wrong and if if you didn't have any seasoning it's exactly what it would taste like um and even like when chilies for a while had that like we'll make guacamole at your table side they use with all fresh vegetables and all this shit it wasn't anything close to as good as if you just buy a seasoning packet at walmart mixing i know it's so weird it didn't have the fridge marinade i'm telling you when the one stuff sits in the fridge and chills and rests yeah infuses Come on, man. Yeah, cook, and that's things I I let cooking it. Cooking takes time. It says to let it sit for thirty minutes, but I let it sit for like three hours. Yeah, you know, I let it really get in there. Why well, these people that we marinate your steak for the day of? Get the fuck out of here, man! Marinate just shit day before. Sometimes for steaks, a lot of times I should do some salt and pepper. And, and I know a guy that fucking uh, soaks his in milk. He said it makes it so goddamn tender. I think the new thing's soaking in what mayonnaise. I don't know. People are having something. I'm going worried about my mayonnaise. I got to be able to see my bread through my mayonnaise. I was bitching uh, at my job about. Me and off our anniversary is coming up. Uh, and their first anniversary, we went to the hotel we got married at and stayed there and then ordered this fucking expensive ass fucking meat and cheese plate. And it made me sick as fuck because it was like 28 day age, whatever. And I'm like, my fucking white trash ass don't have the stomach for these rich people food. I just can't handle it. And I mean, I mean, I ate it. And within like 30 minutes it was like liquid shits. I just shouldn't have done it. Um, and then. And I was trying to tell people my job that and they're like, oh, no, age meat's the best. And I was like, I just 
I don't think y'all get it. And I, have y'all even had it? And I was like, because I did, and it did not work. And maybe y'all are all richer than me. But man, I don't know. We went to that Vegas that one time, and they had like that forty-five-year-old age steak. I just couldn't do it. Right. I just couldn't pick. I just couldn't order a piece of meat that's been there. Yeah. I wish I could remember the name. There was a show on Netflix called like Fire Salt and something and each episode was like there's four different ways to cook shit and each episode showed you one you fire obviously which you all know but one of them is the eight like there is a way you can just let shit sit out and it somehow cooks it like not cook it in the way we think but in right. a way in which like you can eat it and it becomes edible and you're like I can't I and just watch it and even it's like the enzymes spoil and regrow and spoil and like they're just explaining it I'm like oh I could never do this yeah. so my, my wife's anniversary is Saturday so we're gonna go up tomorrow and stay at a cheaper hotel and eat it out back. That was last minute plans, but I'd made reservations weeks ago. We're going to stay at the loft up in the city and then go eat at Red Prime Steakhouse. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mine's actually like a month from now. I guess it's a little ways away. Um, well, that's fun. Um, and she was actually shocked because I made reservations. What I year are you at? 11 years on paper. What's 11? And like, have you looked up what gift that is? No, I haven't. Uh, see, I, we've tried every year to like look up, you know, every year has like a Man, special thing. I started off that way because like, well, first year's what paper and, and it goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyways, I was broke a lot of those years. And it's like now that I've done the two job thing, it's a little stressful money through Wednesday. But now that I backed off that Thursday evening, it's been great. We got money in the bank. I mean, finally starting to be able to pay bills. My bills ain't even hitting the goddamn side table. There you go. I said. I said my favorite fan's favorite word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. I've done pretty good this year. You know, I already gave it to her. It's like a month away. But to me, I'm like, why would I wait a month to give you the gift? Just take. I mean, I understand most people are like you got to be romantic and it's the day of and all this i'll get her i'll just get her another gift probably chances are um but it's wood this year for the fifth year and uh so uh, <laughs> somehow yeah so i'm just giving her my penis <laughs> and uh, one with the jewelry box and at first she was like i don't know if i have enough jewelry to fill it up and then within um instantly was like and it's full <laughs> she's like yeah i guess i didn't need this so if anyone else was out there got a fifth year wedding anniversary coming up jewelry box came in pretty good Man, like, there for a couple years, like, when I left the fucking salary job the first time, it's kind of when it started tanking a little bit money-wise, because we got behind, because you go from, you know, fifty, sixty thousand 60000 down to, I think, a, a $9 an hour job at the time. That was, you know, fucking huge pay cut. And so we got behind, there was no fucking sneaking any gifts for my wife or anything, because... It was all fucking bill money. Right. I mean, there was no bread left at the end of the loaf, but now... It's also different because me and my wife don't share an account. We don't We don't either. Uh, okay. But it's just she knew how much my checks to... my right. money. She knew how much I was bringing home and yeah. figured it up for bills. Someday, I think if we ever had a kid, we would probably have to combine an account. No, I did, I did that first marriage. I'll never do it again. You, you can look at it. You can see how much money I got. You know how much money I got coming in. You need something, we'll take care of it. But I'm not sharing a goddamn account. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, we'll, I can see the reasoning. We'll fucking not. I mean, we are, we haven't not done it because we're like, you'll sell the money. It's just easier. We already we just had an account. We just kept Man. it going. No, I ain't going to say it. I'm gonna, I got to wait 360 days. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, if y'all need meal ideas, think of barbecue sandwiches with country-style pork ribs or some chicken tacos made with chicken thighs. So did I, did I bitch about the crab I didn't get? Yeah, yeah. you bitched about that last week. The okay, well, crab. they reshipped it. 
I got a one. I got a one word explanation when it finally came on that Monday, three days late after been sitting in the warehouse. Shawnee, right? Said, "Oh, we'll reship it." Well, got another shipment. Waited yeah. till Monday. Come in, it's like motherfucker. And I, I went online and I found every place that said contact us, contact us. I sent them probably nine fucking emails. Like, goddamn, I ain't even mad. I already fucking corrected dinner and fucking gave her a badass fucking dinner because I'm a badass in the kitchen. But goddamn, at least get my money back or send me some free lobster tail or at least fucking get it here where it's edible. Finally, they emailed me back, so I got my money back. I went ahead and gave them a five-star review just because it, it was UPS's fault both times because I've right. seen where yep. they got delayed. And I was like, there's really no harm, no foul. They gave me my money back. I really wasn't put out anything other than I had to go do something extra. But, yeah, I mean, it was just, a, yeah, UPS is behind. So like I said, I've never really ordered food online like that, but fucking king crab, like fresh out of the ocean, which just sounded fucking delicious. See, I've never had a crab a lot, so it just doesn't even appeal to me. But I understand. Well, snow crabs are, are yeah. Well, if you don't put the right butter, See, the only place I've really had crabs are Joe's Crab Shack because that's the was a place here in Oklahoma. And I was like, it literally everything else is better than crab. Like the shrimp's better, the fish is better, the everything seemed better to me because the crab always seemed really rubbery. But it could have been imitation crab. I don't fucking know. Um, and I've so when I've went to the ocean, I never ordered it. You know, I always get scallops, and I'm like mm, scallops and shrimp. Are always my shit. Um, need to go on a. We're trying to actually, I think, figure out a vacation in a cup in a month because so I will be off of work for a couple weeks. Um, which at that time I may have you come check in on my dog if we leave the dog here for a night. Um, she'll she'll survive, of course, but you know, uh, June thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, we'll be in Texas. Yeah, I'm I'm not off those days, so okay. it won't be those. Um, and the only other thing I was going to bring up here is the Oklahoma City Thunder got the second pick in the draft lottery. So very good um, players. The last two times the franchise has had that would be with Kevin Durant was the number two pick. And then Gary Payton was before that. If you include the Sonic shit, which I, you are, if you're including Kevin Durant. Um, so that's a good sign. You know, any other time the franchise had the number two pick, they've been fucking Hall of Famers. Are the good players on the board? Um, they're to my knowledge, because I've been listening, you know, a bunch of NBA shit this year, of course. Uh, they're it's a top four, like the top four are really good. So they'll get one of those four guys. And then uh, they also have the number 12 pick from the Clippers straight. So they have number two and number 12. Um, last time they had the number 12 pick, they chose Steven Adams. So another fun fact. I there. like that, yeah. Yeah, he's good. And he's on the Grizzly now, and I still like him. So uh, there's this guy, Chet Holmgren, who it was like everyone was taking for Chet. You know, that was the whole thing. And um, But now people claim these other three guys could have could be the number one, so I don't know. The Orlando Magic have the number one pick. This Chet Holmgren guy is a legit 7-1 white dude. Uh, looks like Kevin Durant's rookie year where he's fucking nothing but bones. And you're like, oh my God, how's this going to work? But he's good. He blocks shots and he shoots threes. It's fucking weird. Um, but he played for Villanova, but he wasn't even the best guy on his team last year, so it is weird that they're like, he's the number one pick. When you're like, well, he wasn't even the best guy on his college team. So it's weird. It's a weird world, but also a prospect, just like in the NFL. Sometimes a prospect for yeah. the pros is different than someone who's good in the college level because it's a different game. Um, but that's who I guess you would want to have if you're a Thunder fan. But if Orlando takes him, everyone's saying it's uh, this Jabari dude from Auburn. It, they might go with him. And I can't remember the other Vicario or something. There's And there's a third guy that people like and a fourth as well. But I'm sure we'll hear more about it coming up. But Good news for Thunder fans. I was like, I've seen something about Steven Adams the other day. He's like, they was talking about, they asked him about 
being compared to Dennis Rodman, he goes, that dude's on a whole nother level. He was watching rotation of the balls. He goes, uh, he goes, I'll just jump up and reach for yep. it. He, he goes, we're not even on the same level. Well, he goes, that's ridiculous. Steve Adams didn't even watch basketball. Like he said, he has a book. I need to read it. I just can't get back into reading in general. But one of the books I would read is Steve Adams. He's book. like a modern day Shaq. He's out there having fun. Uh, he's nothing like Shaq. Well, uh, he's not nothing. Quite, but, uh, but I would say personality or play or off the nothing at all. But he's he, like the youngest of nineteen kids. He seems like he's having fun. He didn't watch any basketball growing up. So like when he came in the league and LeBron was like, "Why the fuck are you pushing me so hard?" He's like, "I just didn't have respect for LeBron that because I didn't or I wasn't a fan because I just came in to play basketball. You know, I wasn't." I just didn't watch it. You know, he's like, he's there to work to provide <laughs> for his farm back on New Zealand. It's like, it's wild. I love it. Um, and they say he's like the strongest guy in the NBA by a lot. Like anyone else who thinks they're strong and then they meet him and they're like, well, never mind. I mean, you know, had all the muscles were working on that farm all them years. Yeah. Cause they're all hidden muscles. Yeah. It's farm strength. It's not, uh, you don't see it necessarily. Well, people say cock strong. This is what they're referring to, people. People that fucking don't look like much, but they've been working out and fucking around. He's fucking lifting heavy shit, doing this fucking hard work all day. Them boys are fucking tough. Yeah, it just fucking sucks. I mean, I guess where we came from, I always, uh, I wasn't trying to fight anybody because you never know, you know, kind of like these days. I wouldn't want to fight anybody because of MMA training. Right. You don't know who's doing what. Uh, and it ain't like back in the day when it was karate and it was all well, about respect and shit. MMA now could be like, and you killed the opponent. You well, know, if, they got, if there is properly MMA trained, they're not going to kill you. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I'm going to throw that out there. Those fucking Chechnyans and those Russians. If it's just those ones that just know a little bit, get to blue belt and quit. They think they're a badass. You know what I mean? Speaking of the Chechnyans, uh, Barry, which is on HBO, <clears throat> third season's come out. I love Barry's the first two seasons. It's very, very good. The third season started out where I was like, I think they're ruining this show, which is crazy because I love this show. And it's just, I hated the directions they're going. And then this fourth episode, it turned. I was like, fuck it. They're geniuses. The show is great. So um, still recommend Barry for anyone out there that needs a show to watch. It's pretty, pretty good. What platform is on? On HBO. Uh, shit's on HBO. Everything good. Uh, Netflix is going down. They're, oh, my God. They I fired can't people. They're like cutting all everything. They're cutting all these seasons. not find good to watch any, anymore anyway. Yeah, there's a there was some animated series that they cut that I was like, God damn, that sounded awesome. You know, so it's like, I don't know. I don't know how long I'm going to be staying on the HBO or on the Netflix train, because right now all I watch is Stargate on there. That's it. I mentioned canceling. My wife gave me the eye of the Jew. I just think HBO Max, even if you have to get the one with commercials, by the way, Netflix is coming out the commercial version. That's how bad they're struggling. And uh HBO Max just has the best shows. I mean, HBO has the best shows, period. And then plus it has also some junk TV if you need it, you know. I'm really considering going back and watching Game of Thrones. I haven't watched it since it ended. For people that don't know that came this podcast late, I love Game of Thrones, like the book series. think they're fucking amazing, even though the author will never finish it. The show was pretty good up until the books ended, and then it fucking became horrible because they didn't have that crutch there, I would say. But I'm listening to this podcast that's been reminiscing about the old seasons, and I'm like, God damn it, they were so... Good, but I don't know if I want to rewatch it. I know just to the get last season again. or so went to the shitter. Yeah, well, after, like I so said, once they get past the books, you can tell the people that were doing the show, they were trying to just rush it all along. And so, like, that whole, uh, like, the priest thing, right? Like, the Catholics or whatever their versions mm-hmm. were that came in. And it's, like, such a good storyline. And they just wrap it up, like, in one season. And it's like, that could be, like, five seasons on its own. I mean, that's how compelling it was, you know? And so, it's, uh, 
I just hate the way they they ended it. And then those guys, the only reason they wanted to end it so quick is because they had to deal with HBO to do another show called The Confederate, see, where it was an imagination of slavery never been outlawed and the Confederacy won. And then they canceled that because once that got announced, everyone fucking flipped shit and then they canceled the show. And so they rushed the best show ever, at least at that time by HBO's numbers. uh, So these guys could make this make believe, quote unquote, racist show. I mean, that's why they got canceled. And it's all for nothing. It's like they just fucked up. They drop the bag, as the kids would say. Um, don't like it. All right. Anyway, you got anything else? No, not really. Me either. I got to think of more shit before in the next podcast, but I'll work on it. But uh, peace, man. Peace.